Welcome back, friends, to the Joe Blow Fixie Show. I am your host, Boss Tuna, and I am joined, not by always, with Tibu. Tibu is he's off. He's 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 chasing grenades over in that swamp donkey land. But I am graced with the presence of not one but a two-time top 50 sexiest man alive in the Swamp Donkey International magazine. We got Trevor <laughs> Blanchard. And all the girlies say I'm pretty fly for white. What's That's up? right. What's going on, man? Oh, you know... It's a good time whenever we get together and we're able to talk about horror movies and, and just kind of hang out, chill and chat. It's it's a good night. Got my cigar ready to go. Uh, got a couple drinks. So we're in the swing of things here. It's it's finally hot weather. It's summer. I'm looking right now at my 12 o'clock, a full moon. It's uh, kind of fitting, I guess. I honestly I've been outside all night. I had not noticed the full moon until I just sat down where I'm at. So, yeah, man, it's nice. It's a. Uh... Shit, man, it's been 90 degrees for like the last three days during the day. I've been sweating my ass off getting stuff down and around the house outside. So, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely officially summer, that's for sure. Summer is a whole new level when you're down down closer to the equator where you're at. So, it was... Yeah, man. I remember I got up this morning, and I was walking the dogs, and I'm like sweating my nuggets off. I'm like, this is ridiculous. And I look at my phone, it's only 78 degrees. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die today. It's supposed to hit like 89 or something like that. Yep. Yep. Man, not ready it, for it. Not ready. Down, down here, it's like, fuck it. It's the humidity, man. Cause you walk outside and, and the humidity just sucks the life out of you. Yeah. So it's like from, from whenever the sun comes up to like noon, it's humidity. And then from like noon to four, it's straight fucking heat. So like it sweats yep. your ass out and then it just baits you. <laughs> Yeah, we have, that's one problem we have is the humidity here in the Midwest. My buddy is in, uh, he flew to Arizona on Thursday, um, little golf outing thing. And he's like, oh yeah, he's like, it's upper nineties during the day, but he's like, it's different. He's like, it's different. I mean, they do say that dry heat and the humidity is, is you, you, it, it's a difference. Just when you walk outside, you just feel fucking wet. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So like, and it's hilarious because, um. Like when I was a teenager, we went out to San Antonio to go visit my dad. He was working out there. And I, and I shit you not, as soon as we crossed the Louisiana-Texas border, the humidity just went the fuck away. Like as soon as we crossed the sign, you know, I'll take 110 degrees in Texas over 100 degrees in Louisiana any fucking day. I promise you. Like, and I'm it's pretty just sure they different. don't have bugs. I'm pretty sure Texas, Arizona, I don't think they I got mean, the mosquitoes like we do. They, they you're, might you're, have like the yeah, you're, Chip, uh, yeah, yeah, you're you're swapping out mosquitoes for like scorpions and a, a, a heavier abundance of rattlesnakes. But you know what? Fuck it, I'll take that. Fuck those. Yeah, mosquitoes. I would take that over. Yeah, I, we just got done. We had a uh, my in laws' little family reunion action, and I mean, I was up in Minnesota a couple of weeks ago on a fishing trip, and it's it's hell. It's hell. I'm from up in Minnesota. I I, I kind of forgot how bad the bugs were, but. There's nothing down here, but even at my in-laws today, they're coming out and just annoying as fuck. Like, yeah, give me give me a couple scorpion sightings a day. I'll take those over mosquitoes <laughs> trying to fucking yeah, yeah. It's like I'll I'll check my boots. That's fine. Like we're we're good, you know. <laughs> so everybody's probably wondering, like, what the fuck is going on? This is uh 
a different format. We got Boss Tuna and we got T-Rev sitting here. Well, we're coming in because this, if I do, if, if my, if the math checks out for that plus that, carry the one. Yeah, if the math checks out, after this episode, you should be hearing the Resident Evil franchise. And you're going to get a double dose. You're going to get the double stuff from, from T-Rev because he will be joining us in that franchise. So... Make room, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, Fluffy's coming at you. So, oh yeah, I can't, I can't wait, man. Resident Resident Evil Five is where you're gonna see me, and I specifically picked that movie. And and I'm not, I don't want to ruin it, but I'm just gonna say there's some people that probably think it's the worst Resident Evil movie, but I'm one of the people that thinks it's one of the best. Oh, just because it's so hilarious, right? It's pure entertainment, is why. Like, if, if we're going for like best zombie Resident Evil, it's not number five. But if we're going for like pure entertainment, it's probably number five. That's what I've been telling people the whole time. You just got to buckle up because it's the the whole franchise is just entertainment value. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's one of my favorite zombie franchises. I mean, you know, yeah. Well, so we're coming at you. Boss Tuna is outside. I'm on the brand new patio. We are doing a fireside chat. We're going to be talking about a movie. Okay, so for starters, I'm going to say this is kind of a classic. If you're however old I am, I guess uh, in your mid-30s, you know, maybe 40s. It's called The Craft. I fucking love it. I was introduced to it through my sister. She played a huge part in my life as far as like horror movies are concerned and getting into some of like really just movies in general, right? Uh, Her and her boyfriend at the time. And uh, the craft was just one of those. I was like, "Holy shit! Like this is awesome!" You know, I don't know if it's ten or not. We'll we'll talk about that later. But you know, so the craft follows technically four witches, right? In high school, at a Catholic high school, funny enough. Funny enough, craft who who experiment with the witchcraft and uh, shenanigans ensue, and it's kind of hilarious because like they're learning as they go. You know, so how many times have you seen this movie? I'd probably say like six, probably okay. like a half dozen. Right. Okay. I, I literally watched it about four hours ago. Okay. <laughs> so. And and when was the last when was the last time you watched it before that? Uh, probably three or four years ago, if I had to okay. guess. OK, so I saw this movie close to when it first came out. So this this came out in 96. I would say I saw this probably. Oh man, I probably saw it. It was in the late nineties when I saw it and I have not revisited it. So I oh, saw wow, really? I saw this one time 24 years ago, we'll say. <laughs> and part of it was, is because just, you know, many years ago when I was really deep diving into horror and, and I, it's to the point now where most of the movies I watch are horror. I mean, I will reach out to watch some of the other stuff, but just being in the circles I'm in, the podcasts I listen to, the friends I have, this is a very, this movie is regarded as a classic, not only in just which film, but in general. So, mm-hmm. you know, the 90s, we, we all know the 90s kind of struggled with having quality films in the horror genre. So mm-hmm. this was kind of prized. And I was nervous there's there's a handful of movies i was nervous to revisit and and i put this on the list 
there was another one that we were going to watch and that one didn't come out. And that was actually the one I was hoping you'd pick, but we threw a, a curve or a plan B, I should say with the craft. And this was the second number two that I wanted to cover. Yeah. Which we can always cover that first one whenever you oh, want, buddy. We, we I'm might here. have to. We might have so to. We can. Yeah. I'll revisit that movie. Yeah. So I told I'll, I told Tibu. I told Tibu. We're not we're gonna leave the listeners hanging a little bit here. Uh but yeah. I told Tibu about it and he was like, Oh yeah. So, so I'll I'll give the listeners a hint. I watched that movie because of the nightclub, is what yeah. I'll say. Okay? okay. They're the reason I watched it. And then what happened was is I went to go watch it today. I was like, oh, shit, I watched this movie already. So I was like, well, like, I don't mind covering it, but, like, I'm kind of excited because I hadn't watched The Craft in, like, sure. three or four years, you know? So I was like, well, I watched this one last year. Let me – let's let's revisit one I haven't seen in a while. So Yep. Yep. I, I, I was looking for an excuse to watch this one and, and even more so a chance to kind of talk about it and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So we're going to find out, does it hold up? Does it not hold up? Is it a classic? Is it – is it what everybody says it is so Mm -hmm. but before then before that goes down we're gonna have to wet our whistles and we're gonna take a stop into the 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 twister tonight and it's a saturday night it's popping yeah we're gonna get this we're gonna get this train rolling so we're gonna stop in at the i'm buying All right, as I said, it's middle of the desert. It's 100 fucking degrees out still. It's 10.50 at night. The bar's popping. We finally got served. What are we drinking tonight? Well, you know what's very refreshing and and really fucking hot weather? Lemonade, son. And, of course, I'm drinking the Simply Lemonade Spiked. Um, I already drank all the rest, but I, I do have a couple watermelons left, so watermelon lemonades. Uh, I'm going to enjoy them because much like uh, our beautiful host here, who's lost a bunch of weight recently, uh, about to get back on the diet train. So my sugary alcoholic drinks are going about to disappear for a while. I'm kind of sad about that, but uh, you know, vodka and straight whiskey, you can do that. It'll be all right. <laughs> I cheated a little bit tonight, as I have last the last couple weekends. I, I actually yeah. have two specialties and one is in honor of Tibu since he can't be here. Mm-hmm. I've got a little 16 ounce version of Tibu, which really isn't that much smaller than Tibu in real life, but <laughs> I've got, <laughs> I've got one in honor of Tibu. And then I have one in honor of uh Prev. So we'll do Tibu first. This is, this is one here. Toppling Goliath. They've been a friend of the show for a hot minute. This one is called their Seismic Sioux. It's a triple India pale ale. Tibu nice. is, uh, is the, the IPA master. So this here is one of the, the top from Toppling Goliath. This is a really highly rated beer on Beer Advocate and whatnot. So we're going to give that one a rip here in a minute. But I just cracked this one here in honor of Trev. Because I know Trev drinks those uh, Minute Maids. And I couldn't find them. But Untitled Art is one of my all-time favorite breweries. And they have this one. It's called Punch Out. It's a vodka smoothie. It's a Copacabana blend of pineapple, cherry, and citruses. This tastes like one of those fruited smoothie beers, but it's got vodka in it. It's thicker. Yeah. Than dude, it's mm. it is all so you, good. 
Oh, all you had to say was fruit and vodka, son. Like I love that stuff, dude. It is <laughs> so good. It is so good. I bought a four pack of these, and I was going to save my wife one, and I don't know if she's going to get one because they're going well. To... You you can always buy another four pack later. <laughs> I got the last one, dude. Oh one. snap! Yeah, yeah. untitled yeah. art is pretty. They're 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 pretty legit as far as yeah they're 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 sought after so but anyways it's getting really hot in here it's getting muggy and um we need to get out of here before shit goes down because everybody knows what happens at the titty twister once the sun goes down so we're gonna catch you guys on the flip side and we're gonna give you the the uh, trailer of the craft and when we get back we're gonna talk about four craziest witches no that we're going to talk about the four bitches of e- or what the, yeah the bitches of east yeah, the like, bitches yeah, of east I, I have a little East-Wick. note about that later so yeah, right. <laughs> yeah we'll be right back to the other kids at saint bernard academy they were the girls who didn't belong whatever you do stay away from them why they're witches but after years of being on the outside why'd you lie about me I don't want to go out with you again. Please stop begging. It's pathetic. Four girls are about to discover the dark side. You ever heard of invoking the spirit? Black magic. We can make things happen. I mean, this is it. This is real. Columbia Pictures welcomes you. The witching hour. Check it out, her spell is working. Sit. Watch out for those weirdos. <laughs> we are the weirdos, mister. Okay, The Craft is a 1996 film rated R, coming in at one hour and 41 minutes. This is written by Andrew Fleming, and I went through his his um, filmography, and it kind of surprised me for him to come out with The Craft, which is rated as like a horror thriller whatever his filmography is it it doesn't add up like he's doing stuff that i've never heard of and just weird like just weird tv shows mostly it's uh-huh. almost like bob clark did did um uh the uh oh black christmas so he mm-hmm. kind of stepped out of his uh his his bounds a little bit on that, but they say a lot of actresses and actor or directors and whatnot, you know, they start off making horror first. So yeah, maybe that's it. But yeah, I think horror is just an easy genre to get into. You know, you can is. make a really cheap, good horror movie. Yep. So. yep. so this one was also written by Andrew Fleming and Peter Filardi. So this one has four main actresses, which most people are familiar with. So we got Robin Tunney or Tooney. Uh, she's been in a ton of stuff. 
a lot of TV stuff, but she's in Vertical Limit, Empire Records, uh, End of Days, which do you see that one, Trev? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that so one, she she's she's a pretty well known actress, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. So, she, uh, she is. Yeah, she is. She is a well known actress. Ironically enough, even though I had no, well, I mean, I gave you a list of like what four, five, six movies. You picked this one. Yeah. Last last episode, the next actor actress came up randomly, and it was Farutza Balk. Uh, yep. Or, yeah, I think that's how you say. It, but she played Nancy Downs. I, I will always and forever know her as Vicky Valancourt. Yeah, she will always be Vicky Valancourt. <laughs> always be. But yeah, she was in, you know, Almost Famous, American History X, a handful of other stuff. She was um, in a lot of good movies. And, and I do have to say, rewatching this movie, I'm like, man, she's a fucking good actor. Like, I yeah, want to give her some props in this movie. Because at first, I was like, like, I remember, like, we'll, we'll go through it. Like, some of the thing, like, the scenes and stuff like that. I was like, eh, I kind of remember it being over the top, but like now that I'm watching it, I'm like, man, she was doing a good job. Like she was killing it. You know? Yep. Yep. Next one, maybe the most popular uh actor and in, in the Scream franchise has a lot to do with that, but uh Nev Campbell. So she she uh played Bonnie in this one here. Bonnie the burn victim. But yeah, she's yep. been in a ton of stuff. She's pretty popular. We really don't need a talk talk too much about good old nev campbell and then i would say the 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 last main actress of the group who might be the um the least well-known i guess was rachel true she played rochelle she's in a handful of stuff um i don't know i mean a lot of yeah that time period but yeah you don't see her as as, in as much stuff um moving forward you know um a shout out to like skeet Ulrich, who's also a scream. Yeah, I mean, if you if you watch Scream, like man, that guy just looks like a douchebag. I I, I hate to say yeah. it, but like yeah. he just, you know. And then Christine Taylor, man. Um, if you've ever watched uh, Zoolander, oh yeah, oh yeah, right. Like I mean, she she's I think she might be more popular now uh, as an adult, you know. So. Yeah. Uh, Brecken um, played Mitt. He also was just in a ton of shit back in the 90s from you know freddy's dead the final nightmare uh clueless road trip just a bunch of bunch of stuff um he's he's in american pie isn't he yeah i think he is an american i think oh, yeah. i think he's i think, I think he he's in Amer- i think he's in american pie like i think i want to say the best thing uh let's see road trip he's in clueless yeah uh rat rat race herbie um just looking at some of his stuff right here. I want to say he's, I don't, I don't know. I want to say that he was in, he was in Zoolander, uh, not Zoolander, um, American Pie, but I could be wrong. Anyway. Um, yeah, it was interesting was in to see. Stuff too. Clifty oh, was he? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was in Glory, I know, and a handful of other stuff. He's one of those actors where, character actor you see his face and you're like oh yeah i've seen him in a ton, ton of things and then you're like trying to you're left like oh you know trying trying yeah. to guess what it was but what do you think uh if did did you look to see what the craft got on the b no no i did not so i knew What's i knew to guess? avoid that yep um man it's the 90s it's a witchcraft movie horror uh i'm gonna go with like a solid uh, 65 65% Ooh, very close, very close. 
point four. So you're like literally one. Oh, okay. One tenth off. Of oh average. shit. Okay. So, well, not bad. You, yeah. No, that was really good. Uh, like, and, and then the last movie we watched, Soft and Quiet. Tibu guessed that one exactly as well too. What about? Uh, I Rotten heard that. Tomatoes? Yeah. What about Rotten Tomatoes for the craft? So this is the this is the film critic score percentage. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little bit higher. I'm gonna go with like seventy three percent, fifty seven percent, which is really, yeah, really. Usually it's the other way around. Usually it's the other way around. So yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. So some some nuggets I found on this one here. Uh, Obviously, this movie followed high school witches, and obviously Mm -hmm. they're all in their mid twenties. But Rochelle. Robin True or Rachel True or whatever, she was like almost 30 years old in this <laughs> playing a high schooler, which worked. I mean, yeah. she just as old as the other ones. I mean, you could tell they weren't in high school, obviously. Uh, there's a lot of crazy shit that went down uh, where they were literally thinking that this was um, I don't know. There, there's a lot of stories and stuff, and I, a lot of it's just come with the popularity of the film. But people saying that weird shit was happening and coming, yeah, kind of like kind of kind of like The Exorcist or, or other movies like that, where like you know, I mean, this movie is just an iconic '90s movie, and and a big part of the reason that it became so popular is because in the '90s we were really we were stretched thin trying to find good horror. But 96 mm-hmm. was a really good year because, you know, the other movie that came out in 1996 that was uh, really popular for horror, right? Scream. Scream. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It was uh, it was kind of, you know, one of those one of those dark horse years that are coming up. So anyways, let's let's get into this here. Bring me bring me your, your first impressions rewatching this. Okay, so I, I did take a couple some notes while watching this movie. So my first, my very first note was: remember, folks, this was before being goth and dressing in all black was cool. Okay, I just want to say this is the '90s, right? This isn't the 2020s. Like, yeah, yep. um, I I loved. I actually very enjoyed the opening scene. Right, they dived right into the witchcraft, knowing exactly what you're to get. Very first scene, the three witches, they're yep. doing some kind of fucking, you know, whatever, witchy stuff. And I was like, shit, yeah, this is this is what I'm talking about. Let's like let's just get into it, right? It's definitely a very 90s movie, right? Like oh, yeah. the oh, high yeah. school stuff. The All guys the stereotypes are, are there. Yeah, like the stereotypes are there. Like the guys are super jock, masculine, and just like inappropriately sexual. Um I was kind of surprised by like the blatant racism. Yep. That I didn't remember in, in like the locker room and the hair and stuff. Um, but then there was a flip side to that kind of later on as I was watching it. Cause I was like, holy fuck. I was like, that's, you know, like they said Negroids in the movie. I'm just yeah. letting you know, you know, <laughs> yeah. hey, 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 don't get mad at me. I'm not actually saying bit. the N word. Right. Like a little bit. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, it was a different time, but yeah, I was kind of surprised yeah. at that. Yeah, I was like, man, they took it there. Like, they didn't go a, a full hundred like percent on the N word. I was like, but y'all went, y'all went there, right? Um, now I will say that, like, as I watched the movie and the movie progressed, like, uh, Rochelle, you know, the 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 how to say it, the African American, the yeah. black chick, uh, was like, you know, um, 
what's her name? Like Sarah Bailey, Robert Tooney's character was was mm-hmm. complaining and be like, oh hey, the three bold and all this other shit. And Rochelle's like, oh, you're white, honey, just go with it. And I'm like, fuck. Like, yeah. what? I was like, that's kind of racist too. It's like, oh, you're you're white, so just deal with this shit. So I was like, fuck, this is this is buck wild, you know. I, you have to remember, it is the '90s, and they just did not give a fuck back then. It was, it uh, was, and um, I doubt anybody listening to this has not seen the 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 movie. But I'll just give you a quick little synopsis: A newcomer to Catholic prep high school falls in with a trio of outcast teenage girls who practice witchcraft, and they all soon conjure up various spells and curses against those who anger them. So mm-hmm. kind of vague, and you don't know exactly what you're getting into, but this movie just fit the stereotypes. Every aspect of this movie was in the stereotypes with the high school, uh, the, 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 the clicks, the jocks, the, the outcasts, the picking, the name calling, like the, the jock that sleeps around with everyone. And the weird goth chick, who's a whore, even though technically she's not like, um, but she kind of (laughs) is. But she kind of is. is. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, they they kept calling each other whores all the time. I'm like, what? What are y'all? What? Like, why can't we just be like, hey, if you want to, if you want to bang a dude, bang a dude. Like, it'd be all right, you know. Yep. <laughs> so we get we get the the movie starts off, and you get the new girl that that comes into town. So, you know, she's trying to fit in, and I like you brought up before the best one of the best part but i love the fact that it wasn't just a regular high school they're like hey let's throw in the fact that it's going to be a catholic high school a catholic high school which yeah, you know i'm so, not complaining you know skirts and all the yep. other shit there's, so, there's definitely kind of hot but um oh yeah i kind of laughed they introduced you know sarah bailey which is Rob, robert tooney's character uh character and like they show up at this house and apparently just moving in and Look, bro, you need to talk to your fucking realtor because if you go into your house and it's raining just, and the and rain is just coming pouring. down, yeah. yeah, like the and the rain's coming down inside the house. I'm like, nah, bitch, nah, like you didn't so, pay the extra money to get this inspected. Like, what are yep. you doing? So, look, contact. <laughs> you know? I, I literally did not remember a single thing from this movie. Like, I literally, there, there was like visions I had in my brain of certain things, like the levitation and stuff, but I, yeah. Yeah, this we'll just call this a a a new watch for Boss Tuna because it was that's that. Well, I mean, it's been twenty years, bro. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So at first, like I saw that house, and I'm like, you know, part of me is thinking in the back of my head, um, well, what's a Netflix, the Mike Flanagan Netflix series with the mansion. Not not the blind man, Hill House or whatever, Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Haunting I was of like, Hill oh, House. this is like Haunting of Hill House, where you know the dad finds a screaming deal in this busted ass house. No, no, they they bought the house that was a pile of shit with a leaking roof and everything. But yeah, she gets into school, and you have some of the you know stereotypes going in where she immediately meets the jock boys that are the assholes, and then you know the 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 group there's animosity at first between her and the other three. But you find out they need a fourth. You need a fourth. And the scene that really kind of sets the tone, like you were saying, is right away in the movie, it's witchy shit going on. And they're in class. And you got the pencil standing up on the desk. Mm-hmm. So Sarah, the new girl, has got this pencil that's standing straight up on her glass or desk, not glass, and it's spinning. And they're like, there's yeah. our fourth. There's I, really, I really like that shot, too. Like, you, you get the close-up of the pencil. And it's slowly turning, and you hear the fucking grinding of of the 
the lead or the the graphite on the desk. And I'm like, hell yeah. I was like, I like this shit. It was very good effects. Skeet Ulrich right away. They're in French class, which, which I thought was so, so very prep school and Catholic school. Like who the fuck takes French in high school? I mean, yeah. Maybe, maybe my, you know, country blumpkin ass up in Northern Minnesota, we had Spanish. That was it. I don't think there was a single person in the Northern half of Minnesota that knew how to speak French. (laughs) Well, you know, you, you know how many people that take a French class, 10 years later, actually remember any of that shit. Very, very few, right? Like, I would probably say like 1% of all people that take like those language courses. And that's because they they go on to like actually do that shit. Use it, yeah. I I took two years of German in college and I... I would have a hard time following a conversation. I'd be able to... I mean, at this point, I'd be able to pick out you know, certain words and phrases, I'd, I'd be yeah. able to put stuff together, but man, like it's been, yeah, if you, it's true. If you don't use it, you lose it, ladies and gentlemen. So, yep, it's true. So use that shit. But yeah, but anyway, yeah, that, that, that classroom was crazy. Like that's that French teacher's like, Hey, you better speak your French bitch. Like we're not talking English in here. <laughs> yeah. I, I was kind of hoping for like, uh, some, some subtitles or something to see what he was saying, but like, yeah. for all we know that guy could have been hundred percent French, not spoke a lick of English. Yep. But yeah. You get the douchey fucking skeet all rich there. And then he, after class, he, he finds her and does the whole like, dude, I mean, this was, this is so nineties. I, I, I fucking pulled this card and everything like, Hey, you should come to practice. You know, I mean, you know, bring all your, your chicks there and try to show off in front of them and practice and, and whatnot. So then you Look, get I, the girls come up. I, I do think it's kind of hilarious. Like, first off, when I played football, there was no, like, telling your girlfriends to come watch you, right? Now, granted, I played in the early 2000s and not the 90s. Well, like, I wasn't going to tell my girlfriend to come watch me at football practice. Fuck no. Also, who the hell wears pants? Like, like cargo pants as a wide receiver playing football. Come on now, man. Dude, and they're wearing wearing shoulder pads like they're a fucking offensive lineman. Yeah, yeah. No helmets, no helmets, shoulder pads. It was hilarious. And I'm like, not a single person on that field's ever touched a football before. I noticed that too. I laughed laughed my butt off, but but you're right. So, like, in comes the three girls, and like, they look like they just evaporated out of fucking nowhere, right? <laughs> so, and and the best part is, is right away you get, you 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 get all the context you need between, um, Sarah, who's there looking at Skeet Ulrich's character Chris, and then uh, Nancy, and Nancy is like, oh you know, you, you're going to come and watch your boyfriend play or practice football like all the other ones. And she's telling them like, stay away. Don't do anything. You know, they got all the diseases I would know. So, you know, that Nancy had slept with, with Chris before, and he's just kind of getting around and you know, targeting the new girl. I mean, she's a good looking chick, Yeah. but the warning signs were there. So. Yeah. I didn't like that, that whole, like I get it was part of the movie thing, you know, but like her, her wanting to be wanted by him, I was like, "You're just fucking dumb." <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that too. But I mean, it's it's hard now, being you know almost forty years old, trying to put myself in 
the and obviously these are the most mature fucking high schoolers you'll ever see in your entire well, life. Well, you know, I guess I guess it is true they are high schoolers, so they're young yeah. and dumb. So I get yeah. it. And they're looking for acceptance or trying to find their clique. I mean, I've I've never had to go to a different high school, but I'm just picturing myself going to college. Like how many different groups of people did I hang out with in college until I find, you know, found my people kind of thing. Yep. I mean, yep. I played football in college and ironically enough, I, I, you know, I had a hand, you know, some of my best friends are still some that I played football with, but you know, you're going to find, you're going to cycle through people until you find your people. If that makes any sense. Yep. And she found that out the hard way. I mean, we, we go through again, we're hitting all those stereotypes and she goes on a couple dates with, uh, with Mr. Hooker, Chris Hooker, which is kind of a funny name too, ironically. But um, yeah, I, I would say the next main thing we see is that she's trying to get in with the three chicks who are, who need her because, you know, they're talking about the, the I don't even know what you'd call them, Manone, you know, Manone. Uh, older yeah, than the yeah, devil yeah. because the devil is what, you know, humans. Yeah, so. well, it's... Memnon or uh, I can't remember. You, you got it. Yeah. Manon. Manon. And, Manon. and like, it's not, it's older than God and the devil, but it's, it's basically like the space in between, right? It's everything else. It's, it's yep. the environment of existence, I guess is what you can say. Yep. So she's trying to find her way. She's playing both sides right now, but she goes on that one date with him and he right away, I mean, he kisses her. He moves in. Smooth move. I'll give you props on that, Skeet. You moved in for the kiss, talking about how pretty her face is. That was, that was good writing on that one. Yep, yep. Good work. But uh, she said no. He wanted to go back to her house, and she said no. Guess what? The next day at school, oh, my God, he told everybody how bad of a lay you are. And yeah, then, yeah, which, which yep. man, how, how impatient you got to be. You know, yeah, like I mean, I mean, like one chance in one date. Yeah, like if it, I mean, I, yeah, like if you want to just like have a bang, I, I get it. But like, you can put in a little bit of work. Like, yeah, what, he, what's a second date? You know. But I mean, he's probably you know the the cock of the walk. He's the you know the the oh the, I'm the sure on campus, There's... and he's like, I ain't got time for you. I'll I'll move on yeah, to the next yeah. one. So he's got a reputation to uphold, right? Yep. Yep. So, but this is this is where. This is where it it really comes in because this is where it goes down and the movie takes a spin where she gets accepted into the group. So she's she is finally she gets the beans spilled to her by Nancy and the girls and they're telling her, hey, guess what he said? She, she she's she's finally being accepted into the group and this is where all the witchy shit's starting. It's 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 going down. So. Before we we start talking about the, um, I would say the 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 meat and potatoes of the movie at this point, rewatching this now, I know you you know have seen this a handful of times, but where do you think the movie's going at this rate? Because I'll tell you what, right now, when I'm watching this movie, I'm like, okay, I'm watching fucking Sabrina the Teenage Witch going on. Um, I would say, like I'm I, even though I've watched it you know, a handful of times, like, I'm still kind of hooked into it, right? Like, okay. I'm still waiting for the good shit to happen. Um, it, It's part of that nostalgia, right? Like, I'm looking forward... That's the word the- I was wondering if you were going to bring up. Is the yeah, and I mean, it, it's been three or four years since I've watched it, so it's like, 
All right. Yeah, I don't quite remember everything. Look, I've probably seen a thousand movies in three or four years. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Or TV yep. shows or whatever, you know. So it's 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 always fun to revisit those favorite moments of a movie and just just be re- reminded of the things that you've forgotten. So Boss Tuna is sitting on his his I w- I watched this uh earlier today, but I was in the basement pitch black down there i mean it's it's i i've got like my viewing so i'm i'm in the mood i'm in the mindset and honestly i'm sitting there waiting and waiting because i'm like this is this is sabrina the teenage wish like i could be watching this on fucking disney kids or 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 on uh, yeah you know yeah yeah no, nothing exciting so has I'm, happened yeah, except for like yeah. the homeless guy offering her a snake at like the very beginning of the movie right yeah yep yeah, that that was i mean we that was a good kind of, I mean, there was a little bit of a jump scare and some creepiness going on there because yeah, they're, they're finally hanging out now. And that's a good segue into what happens next is they're all hanging out. They're finally like all getting together and they go, they, they hang out, they have a good time. And then the creepy guy comes back with the snake, like, dude, who who the fuck is in the back of my head? I'm finding it funny. I mean, obviously that plays into the whole aspect of the movie and whatnot. And he's, He's some kind of harbinger because he knows something's going on. So in this universe that we're in of the craft, certain people are just born with certain abilities. So yeah, like kind of like a kind of like a latent supernatural mm-hmm. whatever, you know. Like you can yeah. tell this homeless guy is kind of crazy, but part of his crazy is tapped into like the supernatural aspect of witchcraft, right? Yeah, yeah. he's got that like that that radar where he can tell you know, other people that have gifts, gifts, we'll say. And then you find out, spoiler alert, obviously, but you find out that her mom was a witch. So she's got this ability that's just kind of, you know, I mean, it's, it's in her blood. If you, if you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, hints, hints like the pencil spinning. Right. Um, Because I feel like at that point in the movie, like that's probably the strongest witchcraft you'll see up until the four combined, right? Right. Um, so, you, like, it's you're made to believe that, like, there's just a lot of latent ability there. Um, before we see the homeless guy, I do believe they go into the um, the witchcraft store, right? That was a pretty cool store, uh, a pretty cool character that runs it. And another little bit of trivia I have is that uh, Nev Campbell, or God, I think it was Nev Campbell, she fell in love with that store. She bought that store and she ran that store for... I want to say seven or eight years. Man, that's cool. In Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. Before she sold it to to people, but she got so like ingrained in that whole witchy aspect. Yeah. All trinkets and all that type of stuff. So, you know, that that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And like the the shopkeeper. Yeah. The the shopkeeper character was was pretty cool. I forget her name, but. um, Lori or something. Lori or or something like that. But like she she was kind of a a good way to. exposition dump right like give you some information help the story out um you know and she dropped she drops a couple tidbits like how magic is neither like good or bad it just is um also that like anything you put out into the world you get three three times back which is basically karma um you know and then she helps she helps um new girl's character with a book to understand witchcraft, you know, right. meanwhile, all her friends are like still in shit. 
and it's and, hilarious because like she knows that they're stealing shit, but she's just yeah. like, eh. but she knows that they're they're witches as well too. So you you'd have to imagine that these three girls. The, the one thing at this point in the movie where I started having questions and I was getting frustrated because they weren't answered is you're 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 you are getting enough exposition dump to kind of form the foundation of what's going on. But in the back of my head, I'm like, well, how did these three girls get together? Because clearly, clearly they had separate powers. And I'm like, it's just kind of ironic that all of them were together in this high school, because it seems like it's not something that you can just like you or I could go into the store and start, you know, fucking casting spells and stuff. Cause it almost seems like you have to have some kind of history or 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 you know what i'm saying with it like it's, yeah it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. everybody that's involved not not that everyone person. can necessarily pick it yeah. up um but i do think there's kind of like a hierarchy because uh which later on in the movie you'll kind of see that like out of all the four of them there like sarah bailey is the strongest, the strongest. one yeah. like yeah. And, and if anything you could say she is the catalyst to them all having their powers yeah um you know, she. I mean, yeah, she she becomes the fourth, and that helps them open up a, a different kind of aspect of things and gives them more power. But uh, you can kind of tell, like, her latent ability as opposed to everyone else is just off the charts. Um, so, like, they go to the store, they do their thing, they leave. That's when she sees this homeless guy with the snake, and she freaks the fuck out. And this is actually, I think, before the date with with fucking um, Chris Hooker, because what happens is is. The homeless guy freaks them the fuck out. She starts like taking off, and all four of them are like, "Man, he's about to get hit by that car," and he gets hit by the car. And this is probably oh. like the first dude he gets really his fucking head ran over yeah, by that. Yeah, tire. yeah. Like I can't necessarily say it's gory because there's no real blood or guts or anything, yeah. but like you can see the head get ran oh, over by the, the tire. tire. Yeah. Like that, there. That is a. It was a great shot. I was like, "Holy turn. fuck!" Sure. I don't yeah. remember this shit. Like, whole, you know. Yeah. Um, and but that freaks her out, right? That freaks out, uh, Sarah Bailey. She's like, "Oh fuck, I gotta go," and so she leaves and she go meet. She goes and meets Chris Hooker, and that's how like the whole first date thing happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that drives her back towards the three girls. And they're yeah. like, hey, you know, we're sorry, you know, um, Nancy, who's Faruza Balk, you know, the, the obvious, like, goth chick, yeah. um, Vicky Valancourt. Kind of the, she she was like, a ringleader, or she yeah. she is and was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were, like, basically, like, oh, she, you know, we're sorry for her. She's just a bitch to everyone, right? Like, you're, it's not it's not you specifically. She's just mean. So, like, I we apologize. So, like, they kind of start hanging out. And they're like, hey let's go on a field trip or some shit, right? Like we're going to go, we're going to, we're going to go on an adventure. And then the three chicks at that point kind of introduced themselves as the bitches of Eastwick, right? Yeah. Um, you get the dichotomy my- of, of the dark because the scene that you're alluding to is a stark contrast of what we've seen so far, because it's, it's not rainy, thunderous night. You're in a field, super bright colors, sun shining. Yeah, out in nature, is, right? Yeah, yep, out in nature. This yeah, is this out, is out in nature. Yep. And, and uh, I laughed because they're like, hey, where's the bitches of Eastwood? And I'm like, oh, yeah, not to be confused with like the sluts of Southwick or the whores of Westwick. 
or yeah. the nymphs of, of Northwick, right? Like fucking it was hilarious, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they're out in the wood and they're like, okay, it's time to turn this threesome into a foursome, right? We're gonna make a we're 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 gonna finally have the north, south, east, west that they were trying to get. And um so they have their ritual where the they all put their ritual. blood in a cup with yeah, wine. Blood ritual. And they're like, hey, you know, uh blood into wine. It, it's better to have this blade pierce your skin than to have fear in your heart, right? And and then like and then they do uh, I go in, yeah, I go into this with, with what is oh, it yeah, like right. I go into this with love and trust or some shit. Yes. And they're like, all right, so they kiss and then they move on to the next one. I'm like, all you fucking bitches are scared of something. You're gonna sit here and tell me you don't have fear in your heart? Bullshit. <laughs> like, whatever. But okay. Um, so they become a a coven, right? Like they're they're a fucking host of witches now. I don't know. Do they experiment experiment with magic right there? Yeah. So basically, they right? they all cast their spells. So you know the oh right 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 yeah so, yep they cast so, their first spells their trial spells if you will they're, they're trial spells so um Bonnie which is Nev Campbell wishes to be. Uh, as beautiful on the inside or as beautiful on the outside as she is on the inside. So beautiful inside and out, right? So so um, this brings up something I want to ask you too. So yeah, yeah. We we got a little backstory on all the characters. We we really never got a backstory on Rochelle. Did you notice that? She's the only character we really have no backstory or Yeah, there's there's no real backstory. Anything. There's no there's no parents involved. The yeah. only thing you really see is the racism that she deals with at school. Yeah. Right. She gets bullied for being black by the popular yeah. blonde chick. She's on the swim team. So she she almost yeah. is kind of like a you know, she's the yeah, what's the term I'm looking for? I'm awful at this. She's the 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 one that sticks out because she's doesn't fit the stereotype, if you will, because she's yeah. an athlete. She's on the swim team. So you have her, but then you, you get, you know, Bonnie has all the burns like, you know, mm -hmm. now she, she Rochelle is like the only black character in the movie. Right. You can go ahead and say that probably the only black character at that school. Right. Yeah, so be. she basically yeah. like the token black kid that gets picked on because she's fucking like, she's a different color. And like, that's where you see the blatant yeah. racism. So um, other than that, though, every other character does have like a parental figure and like a, of a sort. technically, yeah, technically like a, a, big, hor a horrible a big, past, right? Yeah, there's, well, it, I mean, so Bonnie's isn't that bad. I mean, yeah, she's, she's, you know, the kid with the burns and she's kind of like, if you notice her earlier on, she's got her hair down over her face. She's wearing big baggy clothing. You can barely see her. Um, but then this spell, she wants to be beautiful again. She goes into school the next day and she's fucking, she's hot. She's a dime. She's well, I, I think, I think it does take a little while. It's not quite the next day. Or, uh, because, or, yeah, so, cause I took, I took a note. One of the things that fucking like gave me the cringe, like the cringe tingles, like made my butthole tingle in a bad way was the gene therapy needle. Right. Yeah. So like she goes, yeah, she goes to one. the, yeah, she goes to the doctor and they're like, Oh, Hey, like experimental. Know, um, this is experimental, but it's not going to really have any long-term effects on you in a negative aspect, but it is painful, right? And they're basically like, okay, just take some deep breaths, keep breathing, we're going to stab you with this needle, and this fucking needle goes in her skin, 
Yeah, I'm like, oh, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, I would not want to experience this <laughs> shit. Fuck that, right? So, like, that's kind of a little bit of body horror right there in the movie. You know, because I, I do view it as kind of a horror movie. Um, it is kind of thriller, but it's it's horror genre for sure. And, yeah. and just, like, the guy's head being ran over, the snakes, um, this part, like, the body horror, I was just like, fuck that. Yeah, that was, that <laughs> was pretty cringy. But there again, there is a big stark contrast because you could tell she's from a loving home. You know, her mom yeah. is there by her side, taking her to these, like trying to trying to, you know, whatever they can do to to heal the scars off yeah. of her. But then yep, you definitely. have yep, then you have um uh Nancy for Faruza Balk's character, and she's awful, awful upbringing. You find out her mom was was a hooker, she got fucking knocked up, you know, there's She's got a stepdad that's yeah. a piece of shit that lived yeah, in the trailer he, house. He's a, he's or, a piece of shit that's kind of eyeballing her, right? Yeah. Um, their trailer trash, uh, which is yeah. kind of where you get the whole Rochelle being like, oh, you're white, just deal with it. It's like, yeah. nah, bitch, like, she lives in a pretty shitty situation. Very, yeah. You know, um, dealing with this bullshit. Um, and then Rochelle, she's dealing with the bullying, right? And, and the, the blatant racism and bullshit like that. Um, which leads us to Bonnie and Bonnie, you find out, tried to commit suicide, which kudos to Bonnie for actually trying to do it the right way and, yeah. and, and still failing to do it. They found, you know, they found her before she could do it. Um, and I, we're assuming that it was because like, she's the reason her mom died, right? Her mom died in childbirth. Yeah. This is what you learned. And Which, she's got a good family. Like they, they could have, you know, picked the low hanging fruit on this and had a really shitty stepmom and a really shitty upbringing. Yeah, yeah I mean, but actually, her, her, her dad, dad is, yeah. yeah, her dad and stepmom are actually like good parents. Yeah, it's just yeah. something she deals with. Um, which I think by the point where like we're getting to the movie, like she's kind of coming to terms with it, but you mm-hmm. can tell that she still has some hangups with her mom, right? Um, right. which might be. Why she cast the spell for fucking um, Chris Hooker to be interested yeah. in her, right? So that's that brings us full circle to the whole. They're all doing their spells, so yeah. You know, she 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 wants Chris Hooker to like her, even though she was, and that kind of surprised me too. I was like, God, that doesn't really make sense because you were rejected and embarrassed so hard. But she wants him to like her, and part of me is like thinking that she's. She's she's part of the coven, but she's like on the outskirts where I don't think she's quite invested and is quite a believer as them. Yeah. Well, I mean, she she, she did. Yeah, she did just show up. Right. right. Like yep. they've probably known each other for at least a couple of years, yep. maybe throughout all of high school. And like she's there for what, a couple of days. And all of a sudden she's part of yeah. this coven. Yep. And so like I get it. So the four have their spells. So yeah. So let, let's just look at her like her. Yep. Yeah, let's recap uh, it. So, like, she wants yep. Chris Hooker to like her. Uh, Nev Campbell wants to be beautiful inside and outside. Rochelle wants the power to forgive the people that are mean to her, which I don't fucking that that's twofold right there. And right. then Nancy Downs wants all the powers no. of of of, of no. no right, yep. uh, which, which in and around her. In and around her. And, like, that one, I was like, all right. So, like, all these people have very specific things that you want, like, 
the most generalized statement ever, yeah. which is like, I just want all the power, bitch. I, want like, all I don't want to. I don't want to tell y'all what I really want, so I'm just gonna make this very vague. At that point, I was like, wait, aren't y'all supposed to be like this trusting coven where like y'all don't have any fear in your hearts and all this other bullshit? But it's like, but you're you're too afraid to just tell your friends, hey, like this is what I really want, right? Yep. So um, which fits your personality like, because that that yeah. You knew right away watching the movie that she was going to be, I don't want to say the antagonist, but you knew that the way with her personality and the way that went down, there was going to be something was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 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 I mean, she she is the abrasive personality in this movie, right? Like she's the one that's going to go personality. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's going to go left and she's like, nah, fuck y'all. I'm going right. Like this is, this is kind of the person she is. Um, so they make all this, these, you know, this, these are their main spells, right? Like this is their, Oh, we're coming. Like, here we go. So we move forward. Right. And almost right away. Right. Sarah Bailey, Robin Tewin, the new girl, um, her spell takes into effect, right? She's the first one where it shows. So this is where, like, they're walking through school, and Chris Hooker is like following them, right? Mm-hmm. And like he gets close to him, and then he like looks back, and then he like walks back a little bit. Now, yeah, yeah. But then he turns around and then he comes back, and he keeps following him. And then eventually he's like, "Hey, like you, you hate me, right?" And she's like, uh, no, I, I, I don't hate you. I just, you know, we have this issue. That's where he, like, starts trying to, like, go full fucking fan, fanboy on her, right? Yep. It's a pretty funny scene because they're walking into church and they're going to the, um, they're going to mass. Yeah. And she's just making him her, his bitch. And and as a viewer, you're you're, like, kind of cheering her on because of how much of an asshole he was. Yeah, because he's such a piece of shit. My books. And like, yep. Sit yeah, down. And, just, Shut up. and she's like, hey, hey, you want to carry my books? They're kind of heavy. Okay. And oh, also, like, carry so and so's books too. So, yep. like, he's carrying their books. He's following them around. Like, they sit down and he just stands there with the books. His friends are like, hey, you want to hold my jock while you're at it? You know, like, yep. giving him some shit. And she's like, sit down. And he sits down like an obedient little boy, you know? So. Yep. Um, you can automatically kind of tell, like, with th- that scene alone, it just kind of reinforces the idea that, like, Sarah Bailey's character, like, her witchcraft is just stronger, right? It immediately yeah. takes effect, is very potent. It's yep. the first one to happen out of the group. Uh, to me, that just kind of reinstills this idea that, oh, she's stronger than they are, right? So I had a bit well, of uh, an issue with the writing on this because that the movie did such a good job as far as building this relationship they have because there's multiple sleepovers and they're becoming extremely, extremely tight and they've accepted this new girl, but they shattered it so quickly with basically we're, we're pretty much getting into the third act of the film right now. So did you have any problem with that or was that, I mean, I I know that's obviously plot contrivance and that's kind of the direction it has to go, but I I just felt like it seemed rushed in the context movie. It, it it definitely did. Um, I feel like some of the transitions in the movie weren't that great. You know, 
It was like, oh, hey, we're just meeting. Now we're a fucking coming. Oh, now we're like experiencing our, yeah. you know, like the, the in-between, there wasn't, it wasn't very fluid. Or it, I'm not yeah. going to say it wasn't very fluid. I'm going to say it wasn't as fluid as it could have been, right? Right, yeah. Um, I definitely agree with that. Um, so, yeah, we're, we are kind of getting into the third act, right? Like it starts off with, with, with that, you know, Chris Hooker, um, and then a little bit of time elapses, maybe a, a couple weeks. I, I don't, I don't know. Um, and throughout that period, we start seeing some of the other spells take effect, right? So, um, who's next? Is it Bonnie or is it Rochelle? I think uh, it's. I, mean, I think it's Bonnie. With I think her, it's Bonnie, her, right? Because so, she goes so, to school like not long yeah, after. Yeah. So, and... so you can kind of tell a couple of days go by or whatever. Uh, Bonnie goes to the hospital. Um, and they show her and they're like taking pictures, right? And like they're scrubbing with like a sponge on her back and shit. And she's like, Is it is it taking effect? And like, well, we don't know, hold on. And then like all of a sudden, just fucking they're just scraping the scar tissue off of her, right? And she's got smooth, white, beautiful skin. Yep. Did um, they ever did they ever say how or why she got burned? Did I miss that? There, there um, they, nev- they never they never they okay. never said specifically why she was burned. Just okay, that she was burned when she was younger, right? I thought there might have been a throwaway line or something, but yeah. I don't but remember. I don't think really I don't think so. Because after yeah, she's she's at the doctor's office, so, the experimental deal is going and, down. And again, much props to the special effects team because like the scraping the yeah. scar tissue and off looked very yeah. realistic. And even when they scraped it off, like there was a red spot underneath some of the scar tissue, which yeah. kind of tells you that it was still kind of fucked, but like it was healing. Um, they did a really Dude, good job with that. She showed up to school the next day, and you're like, "Oh, oh God, yeah, she's, she's wearing, she's wearing, hair up. she's wearing a push-up bra with a white shirt, her skirt, yep. no jacket, hair up, makeup, had a manicure, panicure, like, yeah, God, she had the Brazilian done and everything. And, she, yeah, really everything fun. was done, and like the guys in the classroom were like, "Holy shit, hey Bonnie, how are you doing? What's up, you Bonnie? Know, stuttering all over themselves. Uh, Bonnie McMurray." <laughs> make Murray. Um yeah. it, oh god. If you know, yeah. you know. Yeah, I need to watch that again just because of yeah. that. Yeah. Oh god. Just just Shorzy. I mean I'll watch oh, all yeah. of it, but I need to rewatch Shorzy again oh, yeah. at the very least. Yeah. Um but anyway, so like Bonnie's a fucking hit, right? And I mean she's hot. I mean it's Nev Candle, Cam- Campbell in her early twenties looking hot as shit, right? I mean, who who doesn't think she's like gorgeous? Um, so she she's next, and then shortly after that, Rochelle gets her wish, which is the blonde racist bitch starts losing her hair, losing her hair, yep, right, and freaking out. She's like, I don't I don't know what's hap- what's going on. I don't know what I did to deserve this and shit. And I'm like, you know what you fucking did, you so racist that, bitch. Again, I I wish that man. I I feel like this could have been done so much more because even yes. in that scene you're you're having you're, you're it's written and it's acted in a way that you're feeling sympathy for her which you shouldn't in my opinion like in a movie like this like if you want to show the witches with who they are what they are i i feel like they need the scene wasn't written that well because you're having sympathy with fucking christine taylor's character um with her, her losing her hair and stuff, yeah, which I feel yeah, like yeah. you should have. I mean, I don't know. I mean, just he, here's where I'm at. Like, I feel, with, I, feel I feel like it could have been a little bit deeper, right? 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you should have been feeling fucking sympathy. Granted, they're in high school, but still, like, you well, know, like in, in a movie like this, you should be like, yeah, bitch, you're getting what you deserve. So like, I think, yeah, yeah. So I do think at that point, we're kind of starting to cross over to to the ending, like the, the fourth act, which, which, um, I, I don't know if I want to spoil it yet, but like, essentially, like the whole what you put out comes back to you kind of thing. You yeah. know, like, and the good, like, the the dark magic as opposed to, like, the, the light magic. Um, I think it's a good case of, like, specifically Rochelle's character. You can tell she kind of felt bad after the fact, right? Yeah. And, and I think, I think it's good exposition for, like, hey, what we're doing is kind of fucked up. But I, I'm going to push back on that because. Yeah. The the problem that I have with that is the very last scene of the movie when her and Bonnie walk back up and they're like, yeah, she like at first you're like, yeah, oh, it, they're trying to so be, it's you know definitely inconsistent, yeah. right? It's, it's yeah, inconsistent. It's, and, and I agree with that. Now that you brought it up, it, it kind of reminded me like technically Bonnie and Rochelle were bitches to the very end. Yes. I mean, so yeah, so 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 was Nancy to an extent, but like even after everything went down, which we'll get to that, um, they were still kind of bitches. So exactly. it, it was it was kind of out of character for yeah. her to feel bad early on. Um, after she, that's what she wished. Like initially, when it, when she first saw her hair falling out, like she was happy about it, right? But yep. then, like the shower scene later on. Where like That's she's just that I got sitting, a problem with. Yeah, like she's sitting in the shower, like she's losing her hair, she's freaking the fuck out. And like that's when she like she feels kind of like Rochelle feels bad. And yep. like the Blanche's friends are coming, like console her and shit. And you're like, oh, all right. Like, I mean, me as a person, yeah, like I feel bad because it's like, yeah, you were a bitch, but like you don't deserve this. Um, but the movie should have made the character you feel, is not written that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The character yeah. wasn't written that way. Like the movie should have should have kind of leaned into the fact that like hey yeah. this is a terrible person and like she does kind of deserve this yeah 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 yeah, yeah i i agree with that right so yeah. we have that so that's three of the witches so the fourth witch is nancy downs um and hers actually kind of takes a little while right like hers is the last and yeah. to me that kind of points a finger to like the fact that she's fucking crazy yep well you i know? mean she- also, I mean, this is penultimate too. You know, this is what this is. This is the catalyst to bring us into the climax of the film. Yeah, yeah. So, like, we're we're at the beach, pretty much, right? Um, does the beach scene happen before or after she gets her wish? I want to say it happens after she gets her wish, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she gets her wish first, and then like the beach scene happens almost like right after that, right? Yeah. So she gets her wish, and at this point, you still don't really know what her wish is. Like you know, she wants like all the powers of like the the uh, the Manon, Maman, or whatever the fuck Mano. Um, but like you don't really know. So then she's at her house, like she's out of the shower, she's in a robe, she's in the kitchen of her trailer. Her, like her mom's there, her stepdad's there, and her stepdad's like pulling at her robe and be like, "Hey, I can almost see through this shit, right? Creepy, creepy as that's, fuck." Like you that's know, a key boot move right there. 
Oh shit, that Hogzilla coming out, <laughs> bro. Um, and like you know, both of them are like, "What the fuck," you know, and and he's like, "Ah, you." You know, you wouldn't have had her if some guy hadn't paid you fifty dollars to fuck him in a in the back of his car or some shit. You know, yep. um, yeah. and he's like, I'm, he's like, I'm not her. Uh, and I don't know. Her mom says something like, "You need to treat her like a, a daughter." He's like, "She's not my fucking daughter," you know. And like, she kind of makes the comment like, "Yeah, thank God," you know. Well, what happens? So, like, yeah, he goes, "Oh, well, hold on." <laughs> yeah. So, so like. Her mom gets mad and kind of like slaps his shoulder or some shit, and he gets fucking aggressive, and like he's like, "Don't you ever fucking hit me!" and like goes to beat her. The only and thing he was missing was the mustard stain on his fucking yeah, 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 yeah. I know, right? And, and Nancy Downs um, is like, "Fucking stop!" and like she screams and like, you know, blows up half the fucking breakers in her house, and that causes her stepdad to have a heart attack and die. And then shortly after that, that's when you learn that he had a job. So he was providing for them. You know, at least you could say that. So he had a job and they had a life insurance policy for $175,000, which, look, that's a lot of money, but also, like, not a whole lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Back in 96, when you're living in a fucking rundown trailer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're living in a trailer park, 175k will change your fucking life. Oh, yeah. You know, 50k will change your life. Uh, but I laughed at it because I was like, "Fuck, man, that's just something to tell you the difference in times." You know, like, oh my god, yeah, like, yeah, like 175k is awesome. But like, they go from living in a trailer to living in like a penthouse apartment, high rise penthouse apartment, and yeah. and like she's got her own fucking juice box that plays one fucking artist, <laughs> and she has this special couch Dude, the, that the, she paid the, cash uh, for. Uh, music, so the soundtrack on this was actually pretty solid. It's a pretty mm-hmm. solid soundtrack. I'll give them that. Yeah. Oh, on the I phone. actually I enjoyed the soundtrack for the film. It's yeah, one thing. It was, one it of was my a notes. Solid soundtrack. Yeah. So, um, but I was like. Okay, this is this is fucking crazy, you know. But whatever, like that's cool. Fucking, what's her name's house? Uh, Bonnie's house, right? And yep. they're doing the whole like light as a feather, stiff as a board thing, right? Testing out their powers essentially. And they're like, "Hey, have you ever played this game? Like light as, light as a feather, stiff as a board." And like, I thought it was kind of hilarious. Fingers and you put them in all your orifices. Yeah, and- uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I think it's hilarious because like. They made a bunch of fucking fat jokes with Rochelle. <laughs> yeah, and I'm they, like, what the fuck? Like this, like honestly though, that I would make, that that's that I'd do the same shit with my. I mean, probably, pr- probably so. But I was like, <laughs> damn, bro, they're leaning into her hard, you yeah, know? Yeah, chicks are a little bit and, different. Right? Yeah, and they start doing this shit. Fucking sure enough, like she's floating like three feet off the ground. The mom comes in, she drops because they lose concentration. Um, and I kind of laughed at this, and I was like. Man, what's what's the guy version of this? Is it like heavy as a mountain, like hard as a rock? You know, like is that is that kind of where we're at? Like, Red Rock you know? is Sparky. Red Rocket. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, fucking cracker. We're, we're, cracker. T- we're TV last over last here with with, with Hogzilla. You know, um, yeah. but I just kind of laughed at it. I was like, well, this is a cool scene, and it, and it kind of shows them exploring their powers, right? Like figuring out what they can do. They have that glamour scene. Where like she's like, oh look what I can do, and she changes her eye color, and like, oh that's some weak shit, and yep, she's like, oh hair. let me change my hair color to blonde, you know, um, which was kind of cool, and then um, that all leads to um, 
the I mean, there, scene. There's, there's the party scene. Uh, Chris Hooker. I mean, that, oh, that was the, a cool scene. So, well, the, the, I think the party scene happens after that, right? So, like, the beach yeah. scene happens. So, they all get their wishes, right? They go back to the witchcraft store. Nancy Downs comes across this book, and this is the the like north, south, east, west book, right? And like the book kind of tells her, like, oh, hey, like you can host a spirit essentially, right? Um, become like in tune with the spirit, and it gives you a, a bunch of fucking power. So they're like, all right, let's do this shit. So they go to the beach, they do this fucking ritual, right? And Nancy Downs is more or less the beneficiary of this ritual, right? So now, as opposed to the first time that they did the ritual, when they became a coven, that was all like sunlight and nature and, you know, rainbows and butterflies and shit. And then this one is like fucking, hey, we're on the beach with a fire. It's dark outside. It's storming. It's lightning. And Nancy Downs gets hit with a fucking lightning bolt, right? And you're like, oh, shit. And then, like, the next scene is the sun's up. They're at the beach. And Nancy's... They're passed out, but they wake up, and Nancy's walking on fucking water. Yep. Right? Like, coming in with the tide, basically. And she's like, I can still feel him. He's inside of me. And, like, she did a really good job of portraying kind of like a drunk stupor. Right? Yeah. Like she, like, she comes across as someone who's fucking high as yeah. shit, right? Yeah, I mean, that, that that that's a great scene because she's walking on the water. You get the sharks, and this is where I, Nancy really takes a turn, and she turns into, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. She, she's kind of turning into the antagonist at this point you might not know it just yet but shit's shit's about to go shit's about to go go real and um yeah it's it's buckle up because the ending of the movie is happening right now so with the beach scene all the sharks laid up what were your thoughts on that what 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 were you i mean do you think that had any like thematically was that a part of anything i i i uh- i I'm I'm grasping straws here. So I do kind of feel like at that point, that's where I'm starting to kind of get the, the ick feel more, right? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, the hair falling out thing bothered me. The stepdad being fucking killed by a heart attack bothered me. Yeah. Um. But at this point, I'm like, all right, so you just did this fucking ritual memo or whatever the fuck his name is. Killed, like, seven fucking... Big ass sharks for you, Hammer right? Heart, hammerhead, great whites. Yep. Yeah, tiger shark, like bull shark. I'm like, mm, this is kind of fishy, right? And <laughs> it was, but, but yeah, it was fishy. And but at this point, like she she does come off as like high and fucking nuts, right? Yeah. And she's like, look what he he gave to me, you know? Like this is a present, and I'm like, why would he kill a bunch of sharks for you? Yeah. Like, it don't make no sense. I feel like she did it, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I was trying to figure out any type of symbolism with that, but I... I don't... Yeah, There's not a whole lot of symbolism other than, like, I feel more like she fucking did it, and, and she just kind of didn't know, right? But it definitely kind of shows how crazy she is. 
Yep. Uh, so yeah, we got the party scene after this and what you said before was one of my favorite parts because that's why earlier I was like trying to push back a little bit. I'm like, is she not the, I mean, she, she's basically a female version of, of Chris, just not as aggressive. Yeah. So, so let's give a little bit of context though, before the party scene happens, fucking hooker, Chris hooker is like nonstop calling fucking what's her name. Um, he's showing up at her house. He's like call, cat calling yeah, her from the yeah. fucking retaining wall. Her dad's out there shining flashlights. And it gets three. Yeah, in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, he's calling her at her house at like three in the morning. Like Sarah Bailey. Like he's like, oh, I can't. You know, I can't. Like every time I wake up, like I think about you. Like I, I just need to yep. see you. I just need to see you. So she finally like agrees to go on a date with him, right? Yeah. So they go on a date, and like at this point, you can just kind of tell like he's just a puppy dog. And she don't really want a puppy dog. <laughs> he got really rapey though. I, I was surprised. Well, at that. I, I did not. I did not expect so, that. Well, I kind of expected it only because of the shopkeeper, right? The shopkeeper is like things come back to you threefold, and, right. and and so when you start thinking about that, you're like, all right, well. And then she's like, because they they tried to undo the love the love spell, yep. right? Like what's been she, done cannot be undone. Yeah, she's like, once you open the floodgates, it, run it its course. close. Yep. It has to run its course. And I'm like, okay, so how like how do you run the course of a fucking love spell where the person is just like glued to you, you know? And so I started thinking about it. I was like, oh, this probably is not going to end good, right? Like this isn't going to be good. So they go on this date, and she's like, all right, take me home. He's like, well, let me just let me just cuddle you. Right, it's like he just wants—he just wants <laughs> some kind of intimacy. It's like yeah, the like best he, joke ever. Like we all know we're back rub, especially husbands. Like hey, let yeah, me just, we all yeah. know we're back. Yeah, rub. let me let me let me give you that back rub, my And and like she's like, no, just just take me home. And then that's where, like, she gets out the car. She's like, fine, I'll fucking walk. And like he chases her and like pushes her to the ground. He, I was not expecting to... that because I, I was yeah. like, okay, so as a viewer of the movie and I forgot everything, I was like, okay, uh, he's obsessed with her, but you would think that she would still have some power over him because of the spell. But dude, he, he, he got like real rapey and shit. Like but he was yeah. literally like you, you could hear the belt coming undone yep. and then meet him in the nuts and then ran off. I was like, holy fuck. I wasn't expecting that. So like she runs off, she ends up at Rochelle's house, right? And Rochelle's like, she, I mean, she's fucking crying, she's dirty, she got leaves in her hair. And Rochelle's like, oh shit, come in. And obviously, like the other two are there. And um Nancy Downs is like, fuck, fuck this. I'm I'm gonna go play, right? Like she literally says, like, um Sarah Bailey's like, no, don't go, like it's not worth it, just fucking leave it alone. And Nancy Downs is like, nah, I'm I'm going to play. And she fucking leaves, right? So she goes to the party. And she walks into the party and, like, everybody's like, oh, shit. It's fucking Nancy. Nancy's at the party, right? And fucking Chris Hooker's character is like, oh, shit, it's Nancy. So, like, he goes to Nancy and he's like, hey, where's where's fucking Sarah at? Like, you know, because he's, he's under the spell. And she basically just, like, Pointer her fingers him to follow her up the stairs, right? So they go up to the stairs to the bedroom, and he's drunk as shit. He lays on the bed, and she starts putting the moves on him, right? And she's like, oh, hey, you know, we, we had some fun in the past, right? Didn't we? And 
and fucking just like she's kissing his belly button. She's about to try to suck that dick. And he he rejects her, right? He's like, no. Yeah. And like pushes pushes her off, right? First off, that ain't no fucking high school teenage boy. I'm gonna just let you know. Right. <laughs> yeah, that that um, ain't any boy or man. Probably not, right? Um, and he, well, he pushes her off and like she fucking gets mad. And she does, she does her like cringe yell thing that she does, where she kind of goes fucking psychotic, and then she she decides to use a glamour spell to make herself look like Sarah. And once she makes herself look like Sarah, he's fucking drunk, so he's like, "Yeah, fuck it," and she's like, "Make love to me, Chris," and I'm like, "Ugh, ugh." <laughs> so like they start, you know, trying to get it on. And then in walks fucking Bonnie, Bonnie, Sarah, and Rochelle. And like as soon as fucking Sarah's in the door, he sees her. He looks back, and it's fucking Nancy on top of him. He's like, "Oh shit," you know. And that's where shit gets crazy. Basically, yeah. fucking oh. Sarah's like, "What the fuck?" And and he's like, "You really are a witch." And she's like, "You know what? Sometimes people are right." And like, but he pisses her off, and she's like, "You know what? You're nothing." You're the fucking, you're a fucking dog. Like you're the dirt beneath my feet. You are no one. You are nothing. And then, like she witchcrafts him and pushes him out the window, and he falls yep. head first oh, onto the cobblestone. Such a good bro. opportunity to see something, but it was, it was just one of those stereotypical camera shots. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder. Like, come on. Yeah, and it makes me wonder. Here, it may, it makes me wonder if they were worried about the rating or if if it they was were. a money thing, right? They were, they, they were going for a PG thirteen rating. The director oh, Andrew okay. Fleming. They were going for a PG thirteen rating. The only reason it got rated R is because it was fucking high school chicks doing witch stuff, which like I feel like. In today's point, like to, in today that would be a PG thirteen movie. Oh yeah, but I feel like, <laughs> like point, you know that's gonna happen. You need to go and do some reshoots and like if it's gonna be rated R, make it fucking rated R. Like don't give me this yeah. like half ass teenage wish bullshit. Like fucking yeah, fucking lean lean into it, bro. Exactly. If you know it's gonna be exactly. rated R, lean into it, right? Yeah. So she pushes fucking uh hooker out the window. Sarah just loses her shit. She's like, what the fuck. And, like, she's upset. And, I mean, who can blame her? You know, it's upsetting. And, and, and there was a good heartwarming scene between her and her dad as well, too, because she actually did like him, which, you know, whatever. I mean, I can get it, even though as a viewer you're watching this and you know how much of a piece of shit she is. But, again, she's in high school. She's trying to fit fit in and whatever. I get it, but there's that good heartwarming scene, which brings us back to the conversation we had previously where she was raised with a good family, even though her mom died at childbirth. She never knew her mom. You know, you, you, you're you led to believe that the quote unquote new mom she has now has been with her forever. Yep. So, but yeah, I mean, shit shits. This is where the shit hits the fan at this point. There's, there's a, a rift in the craft. And there's a separation because she leaves the coven. Yeah. She, she, well, the first thing she tries to do and it doesn't work is to bind Nancy down. Right. And by bind, I mean, bind her magical power to, well, she can't hurt herself or anyone else. Yeah. Right. And unfortunately that shit doesn't work. Um, Yeah. So you find out right after that, Guess what? 
I know you try to do this spell on me and it doesn't work. Yeah. So they actually had a pretty cool scene. So she went to bed and she had a dream and fucking Bonnie and Nancy Dallas and Rochelle were all like fucking but you thought was a dream. Yeah. And choking her. Right. And she wakes up and she's like, oh, shit. And then so they show her at school the next day and she's in the fucking stall dropping a deuce. And they they fucking slam the door open and like, hey, bitch, basically. Oh, how are you doing? motherfucker. At this point, they imply that, oh, hey, like, we can fucking read your thoughts. And we can tell that you want to leave the coven, right? And everybody's like, fine, leave the coven. We don't need you anymore, right? Like, we we can make do without you. But you might want to leave the high school. You might want to leave the high school or the town or the planet. Right, and you're like, oh fuck, and um, and that's when Nancy Down like, hey, I'd appreciate it if you don't try to, you know, cast any spells on me anymore. Yeah, and at this point, Sarah, Sarah's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't try to do that. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. And you're like, come on, bro, we can read your fucking mind. Like, come on, you know, um, and and then they they're like, you know, back in the old days when a witch left her coven, they'd fucking kill her, and then they just leave. (laughs) <laughs> you know yeah 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 it's it's she it, shit's getting real at this point because she goes home she's trying to figure out what to do and they find out they they infiltrate her house <laughs> i mean the, the the best part is is she gets home and she is like hey you might want to look at the tv and at this point i'm like Okay, this is taking a real dark turn here. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see where this goes. She turns the TV on. She looks down at the piece of paper. Mom and Dad, flight four three two to San Francisco. Oh, they're going back to San Francisco to find you. TV says plane crash. Everyone dead. You're like, holy fuck, this is getting real dark. Yep. Which is they come back and they're like, it's game over. You're you're done. You're out of the coven. And yeah. We're not- so you're gonna kill yourself really really cool scene before this and they used live animals for this shit oh the snakes and all was when she was going home there was fucking like live snakes hanging from the trees there's bugs Bugs everywhere everywhere. there's fucking tarantulas on on the fucking bushes uh there's snakes in the trees and and the bushes and the ground and, and don't get me wrong, like, a lot of those snakes were fucking egg eaters or, or uh, you know, like, harmless snakes. But it was really just a cool effect. A lot of them were real. So, yeah, it was. It but was they were cool. all but they were all real. And that's what I liked about it. Because there wasn't no CGI shit. Which is like the early 90s. So, you know, right. they, they kind of had to go real with it. Um, And, you know, thankfully, she didn't really kill any of them. So, you know, we didn't actually see, you know, animal murder. And that's when she goes in the house and she sees the no. They start fucking with her. And then at that point, that's when they show up and they're like, ah, we were just glamoring you. Um, and they start fucking floating off the ground. So they're fucking midair. Yeah. And that's when they're like, oh, hey, like. Uh, she's yourself, like, mate. she's like, where, where's your parents? Uh, she's like, where's my parents? And I, oh, don't worry. You'll meet them soon because you're going to kill yourself tonight. Right. And they fucking glamour like a note in front of her saying, oh, I killed fucking Chris. Chris, I'm sorry, with her name, right? And that's when fucking uh, Nancy, like, slits her wrist, right? Like, slits Sarah's wrist. 
and you're like, oh shit. And Sarah like runs up the stairs and runs to her room. And Nancy's like, that's right, you weak bitch. Go run into your house like a weak little whore that you are, essentially, you know. Fucking Sarah kind of freaks out and then she gets a grip and she's like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and bind myself to the fucking spirit, right? So she casts a spell binding herself to the spirit, and she she's places a spell on Bonnie and Rochelle, basically saying, make them see what they did, right? Yeah, yep. Comes back three times. Yeah. And and so at that point. You go back downstairs to the three witches, and Nancy's like, "Go upstairs and check on her and see and see what she's fucking doing." And at that point, like both Bonnie and Rochelle kind of have a little bit of trepidation, and they're like, "Eh, I think we kind of took it a little too far." And she's like, "Y'all quit being some weak bitches and go fucking do what I told you." Essentially, you know. So they go up there, and as they're like passing across a hall mirror, because you know people have mirrors in their halls in real life. They see their spells basically reverberated back onto them. Bonnie has like half her body is covered in burn scars, including her face. Right. It's it's way worse. Yeah. Yeah. Like way, 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 way worse. And Rochelle fucking all her hair is falling out. And like she's freaking out. And they're both like, fuck this. And they run out the house. Right. Like we can't deal with this shit. So they bitch out. Which I mean, fair enough, you know. And then at that point, that's when Nancy's like, all right, I'll deal with this bullshit myself. She goes up there and she has the ceremonial fucking dagger, right? They kind of have like a witch battle uh, is basically kind of what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's 100% a witch battle. You got shit flying everywhere. You got. Yeah. Yeah. So at this point, levitation Sarah, Sarah heals her wrist, right? Her slit wrist, she heals it. And then they start battling, and what ends up happening is, um, like, Nancy Downs, like, she gets the upper hand on Nancy, and Nancy's like, oh, hey, I'm, you know, like, I'm sorry, I took it too far, like, forgive me, I promise I'll never do it again, and Sarah's like, I bind you, bitch. I bind you so you can't hurt yourself and you can't help hurt others, right? I bind you so hard. And and yeah, yeah, and and kind of how the movie goes is generally after they say it like the third time, it's supposed to work, kind of, you know. Even though in other parts of the movie they kept saying it repeatedly, um, so like she says it two times, and like as she's going to say it the third time, Nancy Downs' character just flies fucking at her with the dagger, right, and starts trying to stab her. So like pins her into a corner and starts fucking going crazy. And at this point, they're both in the air. Like, Nancy flies at her, and everything in the room starts flying at her, too, right? This is a cool scene, right? Um, because yeah, of was, how, like, done pretty well. gravity works and all this other shit. So, like, she's, like, continuously slashing at her and calling her a bitch and a whore and, like, you'll never fucking bind me and all this other shit. But then Sarah just, like, disappears. And she finds, like, she's looking at all the shit that was flying at Sarah and she, like, she finds Sarah's clothes, right? And she's like, where the fuck she went? Well, there's a mirror behind her. And Sarah fucking reaches her hand out of the mirror as, like, you know, Nancy's reflection and fucking grabs her. And then, like, steps out the mirror. And then she's like, and she's I got find her you. Back. Stella yeah, she's got, has got her groove back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got her groove back. And yeah. she's like, you know what? I bind you. 
um, I'll bind you and Manon, so you can't hurt yourself or others. And you've been Manon, abusing the power. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. she's like, I have a message for you. And Mano says, you're you fucked. abused it. Yeah. You abused the gift that I gave you. And now you're going to pay. Yeah. And which and, I felt that this was her playing her. I don't, I, I felt that that was just her saying that she, she's being confident and she's like, so maybe I don't know. So she did. So she did do the spirit spell. Right. So like she yeah. binded herself to Manoa or whatever the fuck. So like, it's a possibility that that's actually what happened. But I do feel that she fucked with her enough to just make her go crazy. Right. Yeah. Cause yeah, well, that's the very last scene in the movie. So yeah. Yeah. Or well, second to the last scene of the movie where like she drives her crazy, and then the very next scene is Sarah like unloading her car or whatever at her house, right? Yeah. And fucking both Bonnie and Rochelle like walk up and they're like, Hey, and she's like, Hey, and they're like, Look, we we just wanted to say that like you know, we're sorry that about the whole like trying to kill and it did you come thing. off it did come off as genuine at first at first like, like not genuine pony but yeah genuine. yeah well oh, at, at first that at, fir- at, at first it kind of seemed like an olive branch right like they were extending an olive branch to be like hey like we're sorry about the whole like trying to kill you thing um you know we think we feel like it went too far like it, it got out of hand right and uh and like um you know do you do you still have any power? Because like we we don't. And she's she like, example. Well, well, the first thing she does is like, she's like, why don't you hold your breath and wait and see, right? As she like goes to walk back in her house, and so like they turn around and as they're walking away, they make the snide comment. I bet that bitch don't have any powers at all, right? Uh, and and basically like that's where the whole like they were still bitches thing comes into play. Yeah, As we said earlier. earlier. Yeah. Um, yep. Like, and at that point, I like, because at first I agree with you. Like, at first it seemed like they were generally, like, apologetic. But then you hear that and you're like, oh, no, they were just being some fun. Like, they're some bitches. Yeah. And so that's that's when she's like, oh, okay. And she fucking gives them a whiff of their own medicine and shows them that, like, oh, I'm a powerful bitch, right? And she makes the wind blow and, and some branches fall, like, near them and shit, you know, and they take off. It's like it's like Storm from X Men came through and just like gave a little sup, bitch. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Was, so, so uh, yeah, then, that, you, then you get the happens. last scene of Nancy Downs in the fucking me- insane asylum mental hospital. Yeah, yep. and, and she's like, like, "He gave me a gift. I can fly. I can fly." I can fly. And like the the mental ward chick is like giving her a shot, and she's like, "The only thing I'm giving you is a sedative." Calm down, you bitch. Know? Calm down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then the fucking the movie ends, right? End credits. Um, end credits. One thing I did. W- one last note uh, that I was like, "Holy shit!" is um, one of one of the songs in this movie is actually the Charmed theme song. Charmed, if you know what? I'm, Charmed, right? I've never seen it, but uh, I've heard of Charmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's the Charmed opening theme song. And I was like, oh, shit, it's the Charm theme song. And I was like, oh, wait, no. Like, it's the fucking, like, the Craft theme song because the Craft came out before, the, you know, the Charm. But it was it was a cool little 
tidbit, yeah. you know. Final thoughts and ratings here. I'm getting my final notes here pulled up. Do you you're you're the guest? Do you want to go first or second? You're the special guest. I'll I'll go second. Go ahead and okay. give me your 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 final thoughts that, and that, ratings. That's probably better because I'm gonna come in a little bit. I believe I'm gonna come in a little bit lower. Uh huh. Lower than you. So the first thing I will say is that I did let the 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 hype get to me on this movie. Okay. So, so you had high expectations coming in. Is what you're saying. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't say I had high expectations. Just in the back of my head, I knew that again. There, there's a handful of movies that I've been nervous to rewatch, and it's because are they going to hold up? Yeah, this is a little bit different because it, it it's not going to hold up to my expectations because I can't remember a single thing about this. I saw this movie yeah. over twenty years ago. Yeah, so I did have trepidations at first going in because I wanted to like it. As I said before, there's a lot of people I know that like it, and I've I've heard them talk about it. But every time I hear, like, if I'm on a podcast and someone talks about it, I'm hitting that fucking fast forward button. Like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What I will say is, I wouldn't call myself a fan of which movies in general. I mean, I'll watch them, but I don't seek them out. The type of which movies that I do really like are the ones that are really dark. They're brooding, they're brutal, they're atmospheric and scary. Yeah, yeah like, like I want, like, I want like, the gore, I want the gore dialed up to ten. Like I want dark atmosphere. Like yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yes. So, like the witch. I mean, I like the witch quite a bit. You know that that one is just it's 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 not necessarily gory or whatever, but it's just so atmospheric. It's brooding. That's a good example of which movie I like. And 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 to come to something new that I just saw, like Two Sisters from last year or You Won't Be Alone, both of those are 2022s. Those were really, really good movies. Uh, what what was it called? Hellraiser? Is it Hellraiser? Where the, it's the mom, the, like the witch mom and the daughter? Is that what it's called? No, that, that one's, that one's uh, You Won't Be Alone. No, I don't think that's it. It was, it was Hell Something. Oh, Hellbender. You're you're thinking of Hellbender. Hellbender? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one too. That was a good one too. The, I, w- I would say, I mean, erotically enough, I, I feel like last year was the, the year of the witch movies because yeah. Yeah, Hellbender was that one. Two sisters. That was a really good movie. Along. Yeah. Yeah. So th- those are the kind of witch movies I like. The acting on this was fine. The story worked out. Uh, but honestly, I was just left a bit underwhelmed. It, it was just a bland. I feel like this was just a bland witch movie. Yeah. This, this man, I and, and I know this is like sacred to some people and they love it. But I just feel like 2023, looking back at this movie that was made and then, you know, reading some of the stuff I did, I'm like just convinced that they were trying to make a mainstream witch movie and they're pandering. I mean, if you're gonna make an R-rated witch movie, make an R-rated witch movie. I was just left underwhelmed. It was just there was nothing. There was no real substance in it. It wasn't really engaging. There was no elements of suspense. There was no plot twist. There was no real uh, reveals. Um, I mean, there was no gory kills. It wasn't atmospheric. It just again. 
I'm going to blame a lot of that on my own expectations, what I was hoping to get into and, and whatnot with a movie like this. Um, it wasn't bad. It was well acted, but I just felt like this was a, like, like if I'm watching a witch movie that I want my kids to watch or something like that, to get them into horror, I'll, I'll have them watch this, but this is just like a, like a, Sabrina the Teenage Witch or Bewitch movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bewitch was in this movie, which I thought was really funny. But, anyways, I, I don't want to dog on this too much because I know some people are just like, oh, I can't believe you right now. But I mean, this this is coming in at I'm like, God, this is between a six, six and a half or seven. So I'm just gonna say six point two five. So that's not that's really not bad. You know, like it's, that's, it's not, that's, it's, that's a, it's not a bad movie. It's it's yeah, like I said the way well, that here, here's what I'm saying. Like, if you knew someone wasn't like had hadn't watched this movie, would you recommend them to watch it? Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, so sure. so there you go. Like what I what, what I'll end on is that this is a very good witch movie for I would say this would be a very um this would be like your like your um Ortega mild taco sauce style witch movie. It's very palatable. Everybody is gonna like so, it. So Some like I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. yeah, I'm gonna say like if you if you have like a teenage kid, it'd be a yeah. good movie for them to watch to like kind of get introduced into horror yeah. or witchcraft. Kinda kinda of like a Wednesday. Like the Wednesday series. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that. Stuff like that, right? It's it's yeah. good. It's, it's, it's good. A very but... palatable witch movie. It's got nothing that's go. gonna knock your socks off. It's yep. Got very simple and easy subject matter. Yep. You know, run of your mill. Again, very. It's 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 made for the masses, is what I'm gonna say. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that's a fair rating. So, um, there's definitely a lot of nostalgia behind this movie for me. It is a classic. I, I'll say that. Um, I, I agree with you. I, I feel like there was some lack of consistency. Um, if I were going to remake this movie, I would have way more gore, uh, way more like crazy shit going on for sure. Um, but with that being said, they did have some really cool scenes. Um the acting was superb. Like I thought the acting was really good from the main cast. At the it very was. Least. It really was. Um, I was actually surprised by the acting. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like they're all pretty good at this. Like this is cool. Uh, the story was okay, right? Like it wasn't. I agree with you. Like I think for the '90s, it was really good. Uh, but does it hold up to today's standards? Eh, not as much. Uh, so I'm coming in with a 78 out of 100, right? Nice. Which is which is a respectable score. Um, would I suggest it for other people? Yes, I definitely would. Um, I think everyone should watch it at least once. Uh, it it is sure. rewatchable to me. Like, but I'm probably not gonna watch it every year. Like, this is another movie. Like, every three to four years, I might crank it up one day just to be like, hey, I feel like watching a witchcraft movie. You know. Um, other than that, like, I'm kind of like you. I, I either got a horror movie to watch or a TV series or something. Like, I. I don't feel like I'm going to make the time to watch this movie unless I have a reason to. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I'm going to be watching this for, I mean, not, not unless I have a reason to, like you said, I'll, I'll never put this on just to put it on. If someone wants to watch it or I want to show somebody it for some reason, I'll put it on, but there's, there's a lot more movies I'll, I'll watch before actively seeking this one out. Yeah, again. definitely. Definitely. So, so. perfect. Well, you heard it here, 
out of 10 or 78% for T-Rev. 6.25 for Bastuna. That is the craft from 1996. Stay tuned because, again, if the math checks out, we're going to be coming at you with Resident Evil 1 after this. That's okay, right. Folks, T-Rev, do you have anything to li- uh, leave our loyal listeners with before we start? Oh, uh, look, bro. Look, y'all come on over to Fixie's Playground. Check it out. Um, look forward to um, a Shawshank Redemption review oh, episode. I'm pumped. Which, boss Tuna, you're, you're welcome to come, Bernie. Yeah, I have you pegged in as one of them uh, in the next couple of weeks, probably. So okay. the way the schedule is looking, I'm just making sure uh, a lot of my guests are podcasters. So obviously we need to make sure I don't come conflict with their recording schedules. That should be a long episode, but a great episode. I mean, Shawshank oh, yeah. Redemption is fucking legit. Um, I have another episode in the works. That'll be more of a serious slash political episode. We're going to talk about uh, the generalization of the political parties and um, how stereotypes are sometimes right and a lot of times wrong. And it'll be a serious discussion. You know how Fixies Playground is. We're all over the place and we talk about everything. So um, other than that, uh, I look forward to Boss Tuna and Resident Evil. And I also look yes. forward to... Is Fantasy whenever... Airbrush coming up uh, anytime? I mean, you, so, are you going to do so thing here? I think, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to merge Fantasy Ambush with Fixie's Playground, and we're just okay. going to have Fixie's Playground episodes. Um, okay. But we will we will have sports-related Fixie's Playground episodes. Very nice. NFL. It might not be every week, but I'm going to try to shoot for once a week, especially during football season. So, during the season um, night. Y'all look forward to that. Boss Tuna is going to be on some of those football, for sure. You have to listen to this. You got to You got to check out this playground. I'm, I'm a two-time champion in my in my money my main money league, and I've won some money on DraftKings. So you know, I know a little. I know a little bit about fantasy football. Yes. yes. Um. Other than that, I look forward to Boss Tuna calling me up for uh, the surprise movie that we're going to do later on. Yes, so. we, that's going to happen. That is. Yeah. That one's going to happen. I'm I'm pumped now. So. We, we might actually, so right before the Joe Blow episode 100, might have a couple episodes to fill in that gap, and I'm going to have to pencil that in as one. Don't let me forget about it. Yeah, I'll, I'll remind you. You and I, just it's just going to be Fluffy and myself. So Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but all right, folks. With that, I hope it was as good for you as it was for us. Boom. That was incredible. Is it good for you? (laughs) I've had better.